Start the music. Welcome to On My Box. I'm Joe Green. It's a mini episode where I'm going to talk about the Ahsoka trailer. Why do a mini episode? Because I watched it and I fucking lost my shit. <laughs> and there's a shit ton to talk about. After this episode is released, for the subscribers, you can listen to the bonus Rebels episode where I talk about how everything is connected to Rebels. This Ahsoka trailer confirms that Rebels is the most important series in the Star Wars universe. And this trailer also confirms that Ahsoka is probably the most important person in Star Wars. Fuck the Skywalkers, okay? It's all about Ahsoka. If you don't know who Ahsoka is, and you're a fan of Star Wars, and you're just watching live action shit, I gotta say it again and again and again. You are missing out on some fantastic Star Wars. Just fucking watch the cartoons. It's okay. You can watch cartoons. Star Wars says it's okay. Ahsoka probably is the first multi-generational character in Star Wars. She's in Clone Wars. She fights with the Rebellion. And now, with the Mandalorian, she's in this New Republic era. And her series, I believe, is going to take place in different generations. I know they're going to have some flashbacks with Hayden Christensen as Anakin. Obviously, the present-day story with Thrawn coming. And who knows? Past, present, future. Because Ahsoka has violated time travel in the Star Wars universe. If you have no idea what I'm fucking talking about, then just fucking stop this podcast and go watch Rebels. Go watch Clone Wars. Ahsoka was also featured in the Tales of the Jedi, the little miniseries that they dropped. Six episodes, they were like 10, 15 minute episodes. It was focused on two Jedis, Dooku and Ahsoka. The Ahsoka episodes... I'm not going to say it was good as the Dooku episodes. I thought the Dooku episodes were fucking amazing. But two of the three Ahsoka episodes I thought were fucking awesome as fuck. In the Tales of the Jedi episode she's in, the training she got from Anakin with the clone troopers, that shit was dope as fuck. And the last episode, which showed her going to Padme's funeral and how she got associated with Bail Organa's rebel cell, that shit was a cool episode because she had a brief confrontation with an Inquisitor, I believe that's Sixth Brother, and that shit didn't last long. But also just read that in... The the Ahsoka novel, Six Brother was the Inquisitor that was tasked with finding her. And the Tales of the Jedi has a simplified ending to their confrontation. Stuff in the novels, I don't really know because I don't read. Uh, unless it's a audiobook by William Demerit, Shadows of the Sith, go pick that up. Bottom line is, if you watch the Ahsoka trailer and that shit didn't move you the way it moved me, it means that you're missing out on great Star Wars. Hence why I just did that bonus episode of how Rebels is connected to everything. Please subscribe and Listen to that bonus episode. But the trailer came out. Starts off when she's in the desert. She pulls out her dual lightsabers. This little spin move to create a hole where she falls to the bottom of the temple. Now I just saw in a YouTube breakdown video that in the background you can see markings on the wall which are the same as the space beyond time that Ezra was in. And that's how Ezra pulled her from the Vader battle to the present day. But then she tells you something's coming, something dark. Well, we know it's coming. It's fucking Thrawn. We got that from Mando. But this trailer also shows these dark Jedis. I don't know. Then we got this guy, Balon, talking. And that's Ray Stevenson. And he's wielding an orange lightsaber. I thought it was red. I don't know. It's orange. So is he Sith? 
Is he a dark Jedi? Don't know. But we have a scene with the Lothal cat. That's what it is, a Lothal cat. Why is a Lothal cat important? Because, again, you gotta fucking watch Rebels. And sitting there with this cat is this Asian-looking girl with multicolored hair. Clear as fucking day before reading the subtitles, because the subtitles tells you who the character is. That's fucking Sabine Wren. So now we got a first look at live-action Sabine. And I've been telling people, I think this version of Sabine is going to appear in the last episode of The Mandalorian. Because in Rebels, we know that Ahsoka came to Sabine and said, we got to go find him. We got to go find Ezra. We know in Mando that Ahsoka is looking for Thrawn. Ezra is with Thrawn on the other side with the space whales, which we saw in fucking Mando. So Sabine is on Lothal. But like I said, I think that... Sabine will appear in The Mandalorian working with Moff Gideon because I think Moff Gideon got a crew of Mandalorians working with him because that's what they said the Beskar armor was there to help him escape. And people like flipped out like, oh, for Sabine working with Moff Gideon, that's fucked up. No, that's wrong. It's like, no, because I think Sabine is there as a spy to figure out where Thrawn is through Moff Gideon. But that's just my Mando theory. If Sabine does appear at the end of Mandalorian, the high-pitched screen that's piercing your fucking dog's ear and probably broken windows is me screaming at the top of my lungs four o'clock in the morning when I watched the episode of Mando. So Charlie, we got this brief view of Sabine. And then we got someone flying in a space battle. And that's no other than Hera Sandula with her shitty ass fucking astromech droid Chopper. R2's an asshole. Chopper's a fucking dick. But you got live action Hera Live-action Chopper, again, because Chopper did appear in Rogue One in a brief little scene in the Yavin base. But now we got Hera and Chopper doing space battle shit. Then we got this blonde chick with her orange lightsaber infiltrating the bridge of, is that an Imperial ship? I don't know. Then the trailer flips back and forth with Ahsoka talking to Sabine, saying it's been a while. Now, does this take place after Rebels? Does this take place before Rebels? The timeline is unknown, but I think it takes place after Rebels. Where Ahsoka and Sabine agreed that they were going to do everything they can to find Ezra. But while Ahsoka's talking, and you know if the trailer she's still talking to Sabine or she's talking to somebody else, they got these three ships that come out of hyperspace. Now, to me, the way those ships look reminds me of a comic book I read a long time ago. Those ships look like the Dreadnought-class heavy cruisers of the Katana Fleet. I read about the Katana Fleet in this comic book called Dark Force Rising. Dark Force Rising is the second book in a trilogy known as the Thrawn Trilogy. The first book is called Heir to the Empire. Now back to the trailer. Ahsoka saying, I'm hearing whispers right after those three looking ships, which I think are Dreadnought's class ships from the Katana Fleet. And she hears whispers of who? Grand Admiral Thrawn. She says, I started hearing whispers about Thrawn's return as the heir to the Empire. Now that's when I fucking lost my shit. I'm way, like, losing my mind just thinking about this. Are we finally gonna do Heir to the Empire? The actual real sequel to Return of the Jedi? The beautiful thing is, just like what Marvel does, they take a, a story and they adapt it. Keep somewhat to the source material, but totally different than what the fuck it really is. Civil War in the MCU is not the fucking comic book. It's a fucking great movie adapted from the comic book. Now, we don't have a young Mark Hamill and Carrie Fisher and Harrison Ford and Billy D. Williams to reprise their roles as Luke, Leia, Han, and Lando, who are very important in the story. But what the Filoni-verse has created are a new batch of characters. A Jedi, Ahsoka, Mando, Boba Fett, the Mandalorians, anybody from the Filoni-verse that's in his live-action era can fill the gaps, change the story a little bit. But the bottom line is, 
it's Thrawn's return, putting the fleet back together in an assault against the New Republic. And this New Republic, compared to the original expanded New Republic, fucking sucks. <laughs> these guys suck ass. The New Republic in the expanded universe knew what the fuck they were doing. These people don't know what they're doing. And the trailer, unfortunately, shows the Chancellor of the New Republic that's gonna fail, Mon Mothma. Played by the same woman that plays Mon Mothma in Andor. Fucking great, man. This Star Wars shit is all coming together. The scene with Mon Mothma, and then Ahsoka talking about Thrawn's return. And when she says Thrawn's return, and they have the fucking live-action Thrawn just walk on screen in the back. They didn't show you who the guy was. The Star Wars celebration a day later confirmed that Lars Mikkelsen will be Thrawn. And why is that important? Because Lars Mikkelsen was the voice of Thrawn in Rebels. So they got the guy that voiced Thrawn, that is Thrawn, to be Thrawn. I would have went with Jason Isaacs myself, but the guy that played Thrawn in Rebels, playing Thrawn, 100% in. Now back to the trailer. When Ahsoka's talking and she says the heir to the Empire... It's not the same conversation she's having with Sabine. She's talking to somebody else. Now, it kind of almost looked like she's in the nighttime talking in the jungle. Well, who the fuck is in some type of jungle environment right now? Oh, shit. Luke. Is she talking to fucking Luke Skywalker about Thrawn's return as the heir to the Empire? Holy shit. We already got Luke and fucking Mando and in Book of Boba Fett. You know that Ahsoka's there working with Luke. Does she fucking bring Luke into this motherfucker? If you have a major conflict between the New Republic and an Imperial remnant like Thrawn, and Luke is doing the Jedi thing, he has to be involved. He was super important in the Heir to the Empire original trilogy because Thrawn needed this dark Jedi and Luke confronted him. The Ahsoka trailer has some people like that look like dark Jedi motherfuckers. So are we going to get Ahsoka-Luke team up? I don't know. I'm jumping the gun, but it does look like she's in the fucking Luke jungle where the Jedi Temple is, where he was trying to train Gogu, where Kylo Ren's gonna fucking come back and slaughter all the motherfucking students and shit. It looked like she was talking to someone there. It jumped from Sabine to a different scene, and they purposely went from Ahsoka talking to Sabine in the daytime to her finishing a conversation to talking to someone at nighttime to show you that there's two different fucking people she's talking to. Then we got a quick scene of that Imperial Magistrate that Ahsoka was fighting in Mando. The bitch that had the Beskar fucking spear, that was a badass fucking fight. It was confirmed that she's in it. We don't know if it's a flashback, but hell, if Moff Gideon didn't get to go to jail, this bitch probably didn't go to jail neither. So is this past, present, future? Who knows? But showing her and knowing that she has a tie with Thrawn solidifies that magistrate's role as someone important in Thrawn's inner circle. Okay, then the trailer flips back and forth with Hera talking and Ahsoka fighting Ray Stevenson, dark Jedi motherfucker. And where the fuck is Ray Stevenson and Ahsoka fighting? Real dark, kind of starry type place, like looks like a planetarium. Is that in the crossroads where Ezra was? It kind of looks like that. Very interesting. But then you got more Ray Stevenson, and they got a scene of Ray Stevenson walking down the hallway doing Darth Vader shit, killing fucking New Republic soldiers like Vader. Obviously, he's not a dude to be fucked with if he's going to reenact the Vader Rogue One hallway scene. Shift to Sabine, and she has a hologram of a guy that looks like Ezra, and he's wearing the same uniform that Ezra was wearing in the last episode of Rebels when Ezra disappeared out into the deep space with the space whales with Thrawn. So, Hera, Ezra, Sabine, Zeb appeared in Mando, Ahsoka, it's fucking Ghost Crew. This is the continuation of Rebels. To go back to Hera, when she's addressing the council, is she a general in the New Republic? Why is she fighting? She has a son. Spoiler alert, if you don't watch Rebels, is she fighting for her son? Just that quick scene of just Hera standing there. You get the full Hera Sandula. The attitude, the leadership, it's 100% Hera. They got that 
a thousand percent correct. And then the trailer ends with Ahsoka doing Ahsoka shit, jumping out of a window and fighting. It looked like a Grand Inquisitor. This series does have flashbacks. I expect to see all types of shit that happened. Clone Wars, in between Clone Wars, during the dark times, before she was Fulcrum, and maybe even after Rebels. But Rebels ends before the Battle of Endor. But that last scene on Rebels, it's confirmed that that last scene doesn't take place before the Battle of Endor. Filoni's joke like, oh, that could take place like 10 years later. Who knows? For me, I just think that that scene in Rebels is the setup for this Ahsoka series, but I'm just speculating. That's just like a brief, rough rundown of the trailer. Like I said, I'm still excited. I've only watched the trailer like probably 20 times already. <laughs> it's been out for a couple days. I'm going to watch it probably like 10 times a day to get that fucking fixed. Just the sheer excitement as an old school Expanded Universe fan, the importance of Heir to the Empire, but the new generation doesn't realize that when I was a kid, all we had was three fucking movies. And when the Thrawn trilogy came out and Lucas greenlighted this to expand the Star Wars universe, not with him, but with other writers, Thrawn was the first new shit that we got. And then getting Thrawn, one of the most amazing characters in the Star Wars universe, it was just a blessing. When Disney took all that shit away, yeah, it fucking infuriated me because you had great stories. But thank God for Dave Filoni who brought Thrawn back into Rebels, got rid of him, <laughs> because if Thrawn is around during the Battle Endor, there's no way in hell that Rebellion is winning that battle. Strategically, he got him in, showed you how fucking great of a fucking lethal force he is, and then got him out to show, eh, you know, he's not there. That's probably why the Rebellion was able to obtain a victory against the Empire, because if Thrawn is there, they don't. But bringing Thrawn back at a time that is open, said so episode seven is like 30 years from Return of Jedi, so we got a good 30 years to fucking do some cool shit for once. And Heir to the Empire is the perfect fucking story to adapt into this Wild West timeline, which is shown in Mando, which I fucking love to death. Like I said, those dreadnought-looking ships. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm just holding on to something. But that small fucking detail, Katana Fleet, and then Ahsoka saying heir to the Empire is just slapping me saying, it's fucking heir to the Empire, motherfucker. It's a fucking heir to the Empire. We're going to do this. Star Wars Celebration, which confirmed three movies coming out. A Rey movie? Redoing the Jedi Order like 20 years after Episode Nine. Probably will be the first Star Wars movie I do not watch in a movie theater. No fucking interest. Then they're going to go way back to the beginning and talk about like the rise of the Jedi. Pre-Old Republic shit. Okay, interesting. New shit you can do? Okay. But the movie that I only give a fuck about is the one that Dave Filoni's going to direct. That's going to take place in the so-called Star Wars present in this Mando time frame. Can that be heir to the Empire? Is Ahsoka setting this stuff? Is Mando setting all this stuff up? Putting all the players on the table and then you get a feature-length movie that brings it all together? I said it on social media. I think that Filoni movie is going to be the Avengers of this Star Wars Mando Filoni universe. That can be fucking epic. And it's in great hands with Dave Filoni. He got Jon Favreau at his side. Consults with George Lucas. So he's still maintaining the purest of Star Wars visions, but a Filoni heir to the Empire adaptation can be start of a beautiful trilogy. Heir to the Empire, Dark Force Rising, The Last Command. And that can finish Thrawn's story arc. That can finish Ahsoka's story arc. That can finish the Mandalorian story arc and actually maybe give a good origin to the First Order. 
to lead on to the bullshit-ass sequels, which I don't want to watch. But there's so much with Thrawn. In the original Thrawn trilogy, there was a dark Jedi. Ray Stevenson and, obviously, his little apprentice, this blonde-haired chick who's wrecking shop. That could be the new dark Jedi that's adapted to the new quotation marks, I got my fingers pointing, heir to the Empire story that we're about to tell. You can do deep fake Luke. Fucking get the guy that plays Bucky, Sebastian Stan, to be fucking Luke Skywalker. He looks just like him. <laughs> Get Donald Glover to be fucking Lando. Holy shit. <laughs> like, hey, get the guy that played fucking Solo from Solo and make him be Han Solo in this movie. I mean, you you have people that could do it. And then the TV people like Pedro Pascal, Rosario Dawson, Katie Sackhoff, they're movie type actors. Put that shit all together and give me the greatest Star Wars fucking movie since Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> But Ahsoka really shows that this is the game on. Way back in an old episode of On My Box, I believe it was the Boba Fett episode, myself and Brandon were talking about the the upcoming series coming out, and he was all in for Obi-Wan. It's nostalgic, it's Star Wars, it's Obi-Wan. Yes, but I thought that Ahsoka was going to be the game changer. But he's like, how can you beat Obi-Wan versus Vader? Thousand percent. The Obi-Wan Vader fight in the Obi-Wan live action series was the dopest shit in the fucking world. It was better than the fight between Anakin and Obi-Wan. The Vader Obi-Wan fight that you need. But the setup getting there was pretty dumb, especially when he had Leia in the jacket doing some Scooby-Doo shit escaping from an Imperial base. Like, that was stupid. I don't think Ahsoka's gonna be stupid. I don't think we're gonna get Jack Black and Lizzo in fucking Ahsoka, okay? (laughs) I think we're just gonna get some real hardcore shit that's gonna set up this upcoming Dave Filoni movie. I will do an Heir to the Empire episode. I've wanted to do it. I've wanted to do Star Wars Expanded Universe. I've teased it to myself, but now I don't think I got a choice. I think I really gotta get back and read those stories, and prepare myself for what's about to happen. Dark Empire, which took place after the Thrawn trilogy in the Dark Horse comics, talked about Palpatine's resurrection. They used that. Fucked it up royally. But they used that. Another thing with Heir to the Empire, Thrawn gets this Katana fleet. He gets like 178 ships from the fleet, but he needs to man it. How does he man it? He fucking uses clones. We're doing all types of clone shit in Manda right now. Is this for fucking Thrawn? So he can rebuild the fleet? Is that what we're setting up? Holy fucking shit. Maybe this doesn't have to do with the Palpatine clone program. Maybe this is fucking Thrawn's fucking rebuilding the fleet for a confrontation against this bullshit-ass New Republic. Led by Mon Mothma, who's fucking a fantastic character. Go watch Andor. But the New Republic is fucking up. I mean, the fucking ladies' man is a fucking administrator. (laughs) Like, come the fuck on! My mind obviously is racing, obviously way too excited about a fucking two minute trailer because it has opened the door to something Star Wars hasn't done since George Lucas said he's going to make the first three movies. And when he did that, oh my God, what a letdown. But I don't think this is going to be a letdown. I think this is it. I think this is what's going to just blow my head up. And this is where I can die in peace knowing that I've watched the greatest Star Wars shit ever produced, which is coming out with Dave Filoni and Thrawn and Ahsoka and the whole Mando universe coming together in the movie theater. If you listen to this and you're not as excited as I am about Ahsoka, are you a real fan? Because that means you're not watching the Clone Wars, you're not watching Rebels, you're not watching the animated shit. As a fan of Star Wars, you have to watch this stuff. This stuff is so important. Please subscribe and listen to the bonus episode, Star Wars Rebels. It's all connected to Rebels. And there I lose my shit about how Rebels is tying into everything. The Ahsoka trailer just shows that 
how important that series was. Season one is booty. Get through it. Season two is dope. It has Vader. It has Ahsoka. It has the greatest lightsaber fight there is. And then season three and four has Grand Admiral Thrawn, the guy you need to know who you fucking deal with when you're watching this Ahsoka series. All right, that's all I'm going to ramble for right now. That's my plug for Rebels. That's my Ahsoka shit. Go watch Tales of the Jedi. They're short. You get a good feel of who Ahsoka is in those three episodes. Watch that shit. Until then... Definitely expect a shit ton of Star Wars episodes to follow once that Ahsoka shit comes out because I think that unlike Mando Season 3, we'll have a lot more to talk about because it's going to link to a lot more Star Wars shit. Thank you for listening to this bonus episode. I'm Joe Green. Please like, follow, share. Please leave a review. Fuck it. If you don't like it, leave a shitty review. You already got one of those. Please subscribe to listen to bonus episodes and feel free to go back and listen to all the previous episodes we've done. We've got over 100 episodes and there's a lot of content, there's a lot of stuff you can listen to. To me, ramble. Sometimes do it by myself, most times do it with my friends. Until then, I'm Joe Green. It's on my box. 